Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. You at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. So this morning, police in Northern Ireland arrested a fourth man in connection with the shooting of Detective Chief Inspector John Caldwell in Oma on Wednesday night. Three other men also arrested in connection with the attempted murder remain in police custody. Northern Ireland's five main party leaders will meet the PSNI Chief Constable this morning to be briefed on the attack. Alison Morris is crime correspondent and columnist with the Belfast Telegraph and is on the line now. Good morning, Alison. Thank you for joining us. So what do we know about this arrest of a fourth man? Yeah, well, as you said, the the fourth man arrested is a a 22-year-old who was arrested in the Coal Island area, and that brings to four. There's currently a 38-year-old, a 45-year-old and a 47-year-old who were arrested in Oma and Coal Island on Thursday who remain in custody. all of those people, the, the names would be considered people who had have links to the organisation called the New IRA. So you can see that as a very definite line of inquiry that the police are proceeding with. They believe that organisation was responsible for the attempted murder of DCI Caldwell. And has there been any update on John Caldwell's condition? Yeah, we are told that he is still critical but stable, but that he has suffered from life-changing injuries, um, we are told. And also their further details have emerged about the, the nature of the attack. We know that the two gunmen approached him while he was just finishing up with a, an under-15s training session at a, a sports ground in Oma on Wednesday evening at about 8 o'clock. Um, but since then, other eyewitnesses have said that he was shouted for his own son and the other children in the vicinity to run when he seen the gunman, who the two gunmen who then opened fire on him, he then tried to, to run off himself but fell to the ground and was shot again on the ground. And those children are obviously really traumatised. You've heard that his own son was squealing in terror while the attack was taking place. Yeah, it's, it's the details are, are just dreadful and so shocking. You mentioned the new IRA there, the main focus of the police investigation on that organisation. And an attack like this just wasn't expected, Alison. Is that right? It wasn't. I mean, the the new IRA itself in in recent um, years has been all but depleted. They were infiltrated quite heavily by MI5. There was an agent by the name of Dennis McFadden who had been infiltrated that organisation for over 10 years after the shooting of of Lauren McKay. There was a crackdown um, by the intelligence agencies on that organisation and there are currently 10 people who are either behind bars or on bail on strict conditions who are the alleged leadership of that organisation facing um, terrorist charges have yet to appear in court and that had seemed to have an effect on the number of attacks this group were able to carry out. An attack like this was really not on the radar even in previous times. The attacks that we associate with this group are undercar bombs that you know have been detected before they've exploded or sort of IED type um, devices which have been thrown at police Land Rovers. We haven't seen an attack of this nature and you know DCI Caldwell is the most senior officer to have been targeted in peacetime and in Northern Ireland mm-hmm. since 1998 and I would almost say probably for the last 30 years. You so, know, he's so then are there questions about how intelligence didn't flag the possibility of an attack like this, which, which would have had to have been very well organised? 
yeah, all of those questions will be asked. First of all, why were the intelligence agencies not able to know or at least be aware that an attack like this was likely to take place? Um, obviously, um, Mr Caldwell, this was a regular routine for him. He was the coach of the under-15s um, team, so he would have been in this area regularly. He clearly didn't think that was putting him in any danger, nor anyone had flagged up that that might have put him in danger. His profile has been raised quite considerably in recent months. Is, is you, You'd probably be aware that... Um, Lisa Caldwell was one of the was the PSN officer who gave evidence to the Hutch trial in connection with the uh, um, events that happened in Northern Ireland yes. um, linked to the Regency. He was also the senior detective in the Natalie McNally murder case, which was happened before Christmas, the pregnant woman who was stabbed in her own home. And more recently, he had been the senior investigating officer in a gangland style murder of a guy called um, Shane Whitla in Lurgan in January. So he has been making quite a lot of media appearances and there'll be questions too as to whether that raising of his profile maybe then flagged him up to people who wanted to do him harm and realised then they were able to target him through his media appearances and his, his raised profile. So all of those questions, the intelligence, what went wrong, um, how they were able to carry out this attack and what impact did the raising of DCI Caldwell's um, profile in recent months have on on the targeting of him in this, in this manner. Well, Alison, thank you very much for bringing us all that detail this morning. Alison Morris there from the Belfast Telegraph. Back after this quick break. Email today's CB at rte.ie.